Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey guys, everybody, welcome to In-Game Live, the show that, hey, we give you some In-Game Live bets. We try to find some uh, situations, some totals, some sides, and hope to, you know, steer you the steer you a win with a good, good number. And the goal sometimes is to get two teams at plus money if we can, and or just get a real nice value play. Baseball card coming up uh, in a minute. We got some other games going off at 7.05, 7.10. I'm joined by my buddy George Kurtz. Baseball Maven. Uh, we're talking hockey right now. We went through the Eastern Conference and the last game that we talked about because these series start, George, it's fantastic. I like the way they get right back into it, too. They get one day off. We got the stupid draft lottery that the Rangers won, and then we're right back playing. I, I can't, I'm still in shock. Like the Rangers won. I'm the draft lottery. Every one of my friends now, every one of my yeah. buddies now, and they're most Ranger fans here. <laughs> About, you know, yeah, we got lucky. Give me a – listen, the NHL screwed this up massively. There's no way the eight teams that lost – and I've said this, by the way, many times, even before uh, it happened. There's no way those teams should have been allowed to have a shot at the Stanley Cup. But if you lose, hey, you get a shot at the number one pick. Just silly. It is silly. It gives you an incentive to for those teams almost to lose. Like if you're one of those teams that don't don't have a chance, like you can't win you can't win the cup. It's like why are we even bothering? We could be one of these teams because we knew one of these eight teams that get eliminated in this round were gonna get it. So if you're a team like Edmonton that's close, Pittsburgh still a good team, Toronto, they got problems, but still a talented team. Like that's the that's your point, George. You're like, yeah, Nashville's a, a team that has a little bit of problems. Minnesota, they're still growing. They needed some uh, an infusion of young blood. Lafreniere would have been a good pick for them. But yeah, like the Rangers have already done quite well in the lottery and they're going to be very, very good quick. And bad news for your Islanders and my Leafs that these guys are just going to get better while my team continues to get worse. But anyway, in-game lifestyle, George, I like Carolina in the final series and I have bet it at plus 130. Let's head to the Western Conference where I don't think things are going to be as 
different. Um, you know, I think more chalk is going to come through if we were, if that's kind of a better way of putting it. I think a lot of favorites are going to go, there's better teams here. I don't know, maybe a, a one underdog, but we'll start things off with the avalanche and coyotes and it's a big price minus two ninety. but Arizona played a horrible Nashville team, uh, a team that really, really didn't get much goaltending. They, they, they couldn't solve Kemper as well, but 290 is a big price. But if you can find a dance partner, a parlay partner, or do round robins with these series prices, I have to take Colorado if I think they're a threat to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I'm with you here. I don't know anybody who's going to go Arizona here. Arizona's a team, they sort of remind me of the Islanders. And what I mean by that is it's a team that, you know, the season would have concluded in April like it was supposed to. They probably don't make the playoffs. They were another dying team. And a lot of that, though, was because Kemper was hurt. Got banged up. This team didn't play as well here. He's healthy now. A goaltender, you know this, Cam, a goaltender in hockey gives you a fighting chance, right? You have a fighting chance. He's playing well. He played well against Nashville. Colorado is not Nashville. They have offensive firepower. McKinnon, uh, Rantanen, Landis Cog, that top line, when they're all playing together, is one of the best lines in hockey. They will put pressure on that Arizona defense, pressure on Camper Hill to make big saves in this series. I have Colorado winning this as well. As well. I'm tempted to say five. I think it is that kind of series day where they just go through them and onto the second round here. I'm going to say six. I'll give Arizona a little bit more, a little bit more credit, but I don't think it's going to be all that difficult a series for Colorado. And I will have them uh, more than likely in a parlay. Minus two ninety is a little rough. Yeah, if you can find a way. To parlay these things, I think they have to be parlayed. Uh, even laying 290, it's just not my style. It's just one of those things if something crazy does happen and they lose, that'll just absolutely kill a bankroll that big. The thing I like about Colorado too, George, their back end is phenomenal. Like Kale McCarr and all those guys, like they have so many good players on their team. And then even look at the goaltending situation. If, you know, if Francis, Francis and, and Grubauer, if one of them gets hurt or one of them's cold, the other guy is just as good. So I think Colorado is an absolute lock as well. I'd like to welcome I'd like to welcome our radio audience here in game live. Cam Stewart, George Kurtz. We're just breaking down the Western Conference before the NHL playoffs get set in for tomorrow. We're both on Colorado. That's not really a surprise since they're almost a three to one favorite. But I'd like to add them to some other team and put them in a parlay and make them uh, a little more lucrative. Next, this is the toughest series, George Dallas and Calgary uh, on FanDuel. Dallas minus one eighteen. The Calgary Flames who beat Winnipeg minus one oh four. Dallas is an interesting club. They like a defensive style of uh, brand of hockey. Uh, we don't know about Ben Bishops. He's been a little bit ba- banged up, but they are a very talented team. Calgary, they got lucky. Uh, they played well, but I will say having Shifley out and, and some stars in Lane, all three players on Winnipeg, Appleton as well, three forwards that play a lot of minutes and two of their stars were out. That helped Calgary. But what do you think about Dallas and Calgary? Uh, this series is almost a pick them for a reason, George. Well, you're absolutely right. Uh, Calgary got, in fact, as Shifley went out, saw what, eight minutes of the first period, was out for the rest of the series. Lonnie at the end of the third period, once again, out for the rest of the series, certainly helped here. Uh, Shifley's one of the best unknown players in the NHL. He may be a top five player that nobody talks about. He is that good. That being said, it doesn't matter. Calgary's here, Winnipeg's not. Dallas reminds me exactly of Boston, Cam. They slept walk through the round, Robert. I don't know if they didn't care, but they was nursing their injuries. Ben Bishop is iffy at best. Now, that being said, Anton Hadobin is one of the better backups in the league. Maybe the I best agree. backup in the league. They'll be okay there, but still, Ben Bishop is a top-notch goaltender. Tyler Seguin has also got a mysterious injury. I think he plays, mind you, so we'll see what happens there. I think the key to Calgary, bang them. They're an older team, right? Ben, older. 
Pavelski, old, not older, old. Bang this team uh, and don't let them get going here. Make this a long series. I think they'll take advantage of the of the issues for Dallas here. I think this is one like Boston. When can Dallas turn the switch on and go, oh, time to play? All right, we're here now, time to play. I think it's more difficult to do than people realize. I kind of like the dog here. I like the dog here in Calgary in seven. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think I'm going to go with Dallas in seven, George. But this series, I'm not rushing to the window to bet it. I got to do some more research on it. I think Dallas, guys like Pavelski have the pedigree. Calgary, though, might have get things rolling because they've always been a disappointment and maybe gaining confidence after that win against the Winnipeg Jets. So that's something to consider. We'll talk about the Blues and Canucks, Vegas Golden Knights in Chicago. Then we'll wrap it up and get into the live baseball on in-game live with Stewart and Kurtz. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two because, as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcast. You find it. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around. I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. Are you calling Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with Big Pop. The Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after the 3-0. We never win a chicken dinner. Homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton, and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune 
he felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons, lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back in Game Live. Cam Stewart, George Kurtz here getting you guys caught up. We got the baseball scoreboard to get to as well. A few games on the go. The Raptors and Bucks are underway in there. And got a hand. I told Kevin Walsh about uh, Milwaukee Bucks in the first quarter, but the Raptors are the winners of the first quarter with their B team 36 31. Lots of points as well. 67 points in the first quarter. We'll get to that game live. We got to hit the baseball board and we're almost done wrapping up hockey and the playoffs start tomorrow. So George and I are absolutely jacked. Two more series in the Western Conference there, Kurtz. We got uh, St. Louis and Vancouver. St. Louis, hey, they're the Stanley Cup champions, minus 215. Vancouver, plus 174. But let's say this. Vancouver is one of those teams, George. Big surprise. Travis Green has done a great job with his club. Markstrom and goals playing better. The defense looks stronger. They're getting great offensive production, even when Pedersen was double, double teamed. Besser scored some big goals. Bo Horvat, uh, I, I, even though Jake Vertanen sometimes gets benched, he's an absolute agitator. Vancouver has a lot to like. And St. Louis at minus 215, Bennington's got to do his thing. Uh, George, I'm not saying I'm betting Vancouver yet, but I'm looking forward at these guys at a very, very sexy price for a hockey team that seems to be getting better and getting more confidence. I agree with everything you said. Uh, Quinn Hughes, right? Uh, he's played so well this entire season. Yes. Uh, could easily be the rookie of the year. Such a good defenseman there. They're a fast team. And I wonder, these teams that played in the round robin, had the bye, are they ready to compete with this kind of team? The team's going to fly up and down the ice, get those legs moving here. Uh, Vancouver's a completely different team with Markstrom and Nett than anybody else. I understand you could probably say that about most teams, but their back of goaltending was just horrific. Right? I mean, they traded Louis Domingue uh, midseason because that's how bad it was. So <laughs> they have, uh, I think Vancouver has a fighting chance here, I do. Because once again, I think the Blues, I think they're the better team, Cam. I do, but I don't know if they're ready yet. I just don't know if they're ready. I wonder if Vancouver can steal a game or two early before the Blues are up to, up to speed here. And I think it's possible. Maybe win two of the first three games. Put some pressure on uh, the Blues here to play their best game here. I think the Canucks have a shot, and I'm tempted uh, just to take the Canucks just for the plus 174. Because I think they have, I think this team is better than they're being uh, given credit for. I think the St. Louis price is jacked a little bit because of the defending Stanley Cup champs. But they're not a great, great team. You know, So I'm kind of interested in the Canucks here. I would have made the Canucks line very similar to, let's just say this. I would have made St. Louis and my book a buck seventy, not two two fifteen. I see major value, like the Canucks getting fifty cents instead of seventy five, getting an extra quarter. George plus one seventy four. That's good to me, and I, I basically think the series can go seven. The one thing the Blues have, though, is even when Bennington struggles, Jake Allen has experience, so he's a guy that can kind of weather the storm too. But I think it's an extravagant price and very like we throw the value word around a lot. But I think Vancouver can beat these guys, so I think I am going to go on Vancouver at plus one seventy four in a real tight series. And finally, buddy, we got the Vegas Golden Knights versus Chicago, Chicago and Montreal, two teams that people said shouldn't be there. Both won playing with house money. The Leafs and Oilers, the hub teams, they're gone now. Vegas. 
one of the best teams in the league. It's a huge price, George, minus 320. This is something where you can find Vegas as a dance partner with Colorado. I think the Chicago Blackhawks story is a good one, but I think Vegas could beat these guys in five games. I, I, 320, I'm not going to lay, but I will put a series price and round-robin parlays together with Vegas. Yeah, the, listen, the Hawks got a good – they had a good draw on the Oilers because the Oilers are really the same team as the Hawks. Right? Neither team has a defense, and the goaltending shaky. And you just have to be that Patrick Kane taints – Kubalik, you know, they played so well during the series there, uh, and they, they beat him. You know, whatever, whatever it is, they beat him. This is not going to happen with Vegas. Vegas is a, in my mind, might be the second-best all-around team in the NHL. They can play defense. They can play offense. They don't have the, uh, the stars. There's no Ovechkin, McDavid, or anything like that here. But they can roll two, three lines at you. You want to play tough? Go ahead to Ryan Reeves. We'll see how, how tough you are going to be after that. You know, so I like the Golden Knights a whole lot. I think they might represent it in the West to go to the Stanley Cup here. You're right. You do need a dance partner. You mentioned Colorado. How about Philadelphia? I mean, there are options out there here. I think Vegas Golden Knights, I guess a sweep here wouldn't shock me. I'm going to give Chicago a game, but I think it's Vegas in five as well. Yeah. I, 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 you know, you can't just bet underdogs just for the sake of them being underdogs. I think Vegas is a superior team. Chicago is going to get a dose of reality. Let's get to the baseball board there, George. We got some, a couple games going off right now that we've talked about. I'm on the White Sox. Uh, we didn't get the over in Atlanta and Philadelphia. It's still 10 to 1 in the fourth inning, getting underway. Uh, the, the shadow, Mats versus Corbin, that game's uh, getting underway in the first inning as well. Next on the betting board, George, 7.30 action. Uh, Boston taking on Tampa Bay. Looks like a short price for Yarbrough against Dairy Queen. Was it Brazier? Is that how you pronounce it? The, I know it says Dairy Queen Brazier or whatever. I don't know what the heck that is. But anyway, I thought a Brazier was a bra, but he's pitching for the Boston Red Sox tonight against Yarbrough. Uh, minus 136 for the old Rays and plus 118 for the Sox. Nine and a half. I kind of have a lean to the Rays in this game, George. I think it's a short price for Yarbrough. Um, they have a pitching advantage here. Uh, I would have been, probably made this line about 50 cents. I hope I'm not falling into a trap at a buck 36. Yeah, I mean, I think what they go, oh, wow, another home run for Philadelphia, by the way. It's now 13 1. 12 1, I'm sorry. Uh, two run job 12. by Ramuto. Total. Yeah, this is a. This Want is to take Philadelphia, George? Now. Minus 11 and a half? <laughs> Total 18? I, you know, we, we had that a couple of weeks ago. Kevin and I had that in the, uh, I think it was the Phillies and Marlins game on the opening weekend before the COVID problems in Miami. And uh, I, we didn't get, we got the over, but I didn't get the, uh, I had, because I had uh, the Phillies plus, well, I don't know, a sick amount of runs, but they didn't get it. They lost like, I don't know, 13-7, something like that. So I've done that before. I don't know if I'm going to do it tonight. Uh, as for the, uh, I mean, does it worry about you this? Tampa Bay Rays, they saw, took three out of four from the Yankees over the weekend. Little mm-hmm. letdown tonight. Little letdown. You know, yeah. they have their bullpens beat up because they had to go. They had a doubleheader on Saturday. You had to go to some other uh, bullpen guys there. You might have. You might not have guys available tonight. And this is a opener in Yarborough, so they're going to need that bullpen tonight. I just wonder if it could be a little bit of a letdown here. That being said, I did not take the Red Sox, even though I thought about it because I thought they should have been worth more than eighteen cents. I thought it'd be up there like almost double that, thirty six forty cents. So I was disappointed that it was only plus one eighteen. You know what, George? It's one of those things. What was Morenzi's line? You know, only a dumb man doesn't change his mind. I think they were talking about that. But you're, you're, you're kind of making me think, and you know the way I bet. You brought up all the angles that I like. Uh, Tampa Bay winning the series, feeling good, but a letdown spot. Significant. Uh, they have a pitching advantage, but it's a small price. The books don't like to give away money. 
I initially thought about Yarborough, but the more and more I'm thinking about this game, just taking in your information, I think Boston might be a live dog at plus 118. I think that's a good, I, I think it's a fairly good price. Because they, you're, you're, you know, that's the thing. They, they, they're not going to give it to you higher, right? Because you're just, or else it's just one of those things. It's like, you're going to take Boston and people are going to look at that short Tampa Bay price and go, how do I not take the raise under 40 cents? There's a method to the madness. Boston could be a live dog tonight. And I think you've talked me into it, George, and I won't hold it against you. Like you're holding against the smelters with me. I will take Boston <laughs> and we will do that test. And I will take them at plus plus one eighteen tonight because I think uh, it's an interesting price. You bring up a good point. Even if Yarborough goes well, you know, and Kevin cash has that system. They don't want to keep them in there forever. And when your bullpen is taxed, there's going to be, even though we agree that Tampa Bay's arms are good, it's something, you know, it's like a domino effect over time. You're eventually, you know, you're, you're, you're going to get caught when you play that game, when you got to throw a lot of relievers. And this could be a bad spot for them tonight. I agree. And also, sooner or later, you have to say, you know what? I can't use my best relievers every game. I'm using this guy. He's my worst reliever here. If we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. Lose the battle, win the war. That's that sort of thing here. And I, I just wonder if this is that game. That being said, the Rays and Red Sox don't like each other either. Right? So maybe, maybe it's not here. Maybe they'll still get up for that. Like this would never, the Rays would never have a letdown versus the Yankees because they hate them. I can sort of see the same thing here. But I think I think the Sox are a live dog here. Like I said, if it was higher, I was going to take it before I saw the line. I just don't think I'm getting enough bang for my buck here. I'm going to take it, George. I'm going to take it because no, you br- you bring up very very good points. Before I hit my uh, update on the other side, we'll get back to the live games too, George. But do you have an opinion? I know the Twins really did you wrong. You don't want to join. Uh, 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 Dobnik and the Twins against Milwaukee tonight, or did that team piss you off enough that you never want to see them for a few days? Like a woman scorned, your woman came back back with broccoli and kale, not Popeye's chicken and veal parm. You're pissed off right now. You're not taking Minnesota? If my wife would have come back with broccoli and kale, I would strangle somebody, seriously. No, that's I'm, yeah, that's Yang's dinner. Done... Green beans. Green oh, beans. God bless you. <laughs> it ain't mine. I'm getting a Popeye's chicken as soon as I'm done in about 45 minutes mm. here. Uh, no, I'm done with the Twins for a couple of days. So you get swept versus the, versus the Royals. You're still on the road here. No, thank you. I'm taking them, George, because I'm an idiot and a glutton for punishment. So Minnesota Twins will make the card, and we'll follow this one live as well. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, daily show correspondent. And we're back with season two, because as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You find it. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. 
I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around, I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. Are you calling Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big top they ran socks in 2004, bounced back after the 3-0. In a winner chicken dinner, homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton, and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons, lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Back to me. So, George, what are we doing here? I got to catch my breath. <laughs> hey, Yang, needed more green beans in my diet. Man, I'm out of shape Yo, after that update. Up, man. <laughs> <laughs> rapid fire for three minutes. Rapid get as much information ooh, out there as yeah. you can, man. I used to those things were tough. I used to write certain amount of things time. Do I have enough time to get the oldest in here? I used to drive me insane doing those updates, but they were it fun. does, George. I, I do because I like the live scores too, because I'm a gambler, so I don't like to just like have news. I like to, hey, the game's on, it's on, and we're doing in-game live too. But that's what we're also here for. We are here to look at the in-game live uh, lines. And we got three in baseball right now that we go to. If there's anything that we like, we can uh, maybe click. And Boston and Tampa Bay will be getting off in about four minutes' time. So what do we think? Is it still 12-1 to 1 for the Phillies, George? I'm seeing a, a lock in place with the Phillies leading the Braves 12-1 to 1 right now. Yeah, not sure why the lock is in place. It's 12 run, top five, one out, nobody on base. There's no reason for the lock to be in place. So I'm not so sure what the deal is there, but nothing's going on in this game. Nola's up against Mar- Marquecas here. So uh, whatever. It is what it is. I mean, you could think about playing with the over when this thing comes back, right? I mean, I don't know what it's going to be. You got, what what do you think it's going to be? I'm it's thinking. now, 18 and a half? I, 18 and a half. That's exactly what I was going to say, too. Juice to the over, too. Because it's six, uh, no, actually, probably juice to the under. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, five. A run, a run an inning. Yeah, 18 and a half. I agree with you 100%. 18 and a half. Once it gets unlocked, we'll see where it is. But it's still 12 to one for the Phillies over the Braves. Uh, not a good start for Newcomb there. I liked, uh, I, uh, actually, George, 17 and a half. 
17 and a half. So it's back down to 17. Ooh, people liking the under. They think they're going to those. You like the under or the over? I like the over. I I only need five runs in the next, for half a game. I'll take that. But we have a home run, by the way, in New York. Uh, Washington Nationals take the lead over the Mets. They get the solo job. Uh, yes. Struble Cabrera, the X-Met, one nothing uh, Nationals in the top of the second, two outs. Yeah, interesting. Our, our boy Kevin Walsh called uh, Matt's the shadow. Well, yeah, he, the, the shadow giving up. A, a, it's only a solo bomb, but one to nothing Washington earlier. So let's go through the baseball games live, as we mentioned. So 11 and a half for Philadelphia. We're not laying anything there. Money line's not even, you know, up. It's basically a dash for a reason. They're up 11 runs. It's 12 to 1. Total in the game 17, and I'm with George. It's 12 to 1. You know, maybe the Braves can get get, get some runs in this uh, spot there. You need five runs uh, to win. You know, four runs is a push. I have no problem with that. I agree with you. Like, I thought it would be 18 and a half. I think 17 is a decent number. Not a big play, but that's where I would go over the 17 runs in Braves Phillies. Next up on the board, Chicago White Sox in Detroit live. Basically where it started, George. Uh, minus 134 for Chicago, now minus 138, uh, plus 112 for Detroit, and uh, total 7.5 in this one. What do you think with Keuchel and Fulmer? It seems like a low total with these pitchers going out there, but uh, I have a lean to the White Sox in this game with the small juice. Agree, and that's where my money was this game. Uh, uh, Fulmer's just the opener. He is a starting pitcher, but they're bringing bringing him along very slowly. So he'll go maybe three innings at most here. I'm watching this game. There's nothing going on here. It's a runner. Nobody on base. Top second. First guy just struck out. So another quiet game so far. A quiet game so far. And the next game on the board, George, sorry, I, I have to apologize here. I am going into the, I got to put my money where my mouth is and I'm going to take the Boston Red Sox with the Brazier to get it done today against Tampa Bay and call me crazy. I'm in. And uh, hopefully that works, George. I got, hey, you say it. You, you sold me on it. You say it's a weird spot, and I look for things like that when I'm betting. It doesn't seem like the most, you know, prudent pick. You'd go whatever. But when a line is weird for a reason, you go on the other team or leave it alone. And I like to go on the other team. So I'll be taking Boston over Tampa Bay. George says he wants nothing to do with the Minnesota Twins in the next game on the board while we think about it. Twins and Brewers. Uh, anything with the total, George, in this uh, baseball game, or are you going to stay away from it altogether? What what stands out to you? It's a tough game. I have a lean to the Twins, but it's tough. Total's eight and a half here. Dobrak pitch has pitched very well for a guy who's a relative unknown as far as that's concerned. The total is enticing. It's eight and a half. It's, you know, we, the Minnesota Twins can hit. The Brewers can hit a little bit, too. Yelich is doing a little better now. I guess if I was a smart guy or a guy who could uh, ignore the weekend, I'm feeling Minnesota in the over. I'm just yeah, saying, there you go, George. Now you're reading I, that's, that's what I'm, I'm feeling on Minnesota. Here, but, you know, I just mm-hmm. got crushed. I mean, crushed over the weekend with Minnesota. I can't believe. I can, listen, I can understand one game you're not going to sweep a team. So lose all three to the Royals? The Royals? Really? And the Royals actually taunted Minnesota afterwards on their uh, social media. They go, I like oh, it. I think they said, we, we had as many losses <laughs> this season as fans uh, for this weekend against the, 12, the Twins as we have fans in the stands. Zero. Like, wow. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Right, hey, uh, KC doesn't get a – they don't get an opportunity to talk junk uh, very often, George. So, you know what? More power to the Royals. They got it done against these guys. But I'll tell you something. Cam, it in. Oh, yeah. 
it's a low class. Like, no, I'll tell you what happened in the golf too, where, where karma is a real problem for certain people. But I'm telling you, I think Minnesota, don't get off the train, George. It was a horrible weekend for them. But I think they could beat Hauser. I agree with you. And I'm also, I kind of lean to the over, but I like Minnesota big time in this game. I would go with Minnesota in the over. For me, a bigger play on Minnesota. Next up on the board, uh, we have Colorado and Arizona. Interesting game. The Rockies, one of the best teams in Major League Baseball right now. Arizona, you know, these teams don't really like each other that much. Uh, Gray, Johnny Gray going minus uh, one, what is it, minus 135 here. Do you like uh, anything about this game there, George? I think it's a, it's a tough one. It's a tough game. Sorry, 132 for the Rockies. Arizona plus 116. Total 11 and a half at Coors. Um, is Arizona a live dog today? Do you think the Rockies will come back down to earth? Or what's going to happen here? Or this is just a leave it alone game? Well, listen, you know the deal. It's Coors. All right, so the first thing we're looking at is the over-under, 11 and a half. You got two decent pitches uh, this game. I mean, it should go. I would never bet an under in Coors. I don't have the guts to do it. I just don't have the guts to do it. I want to say over. Colorado just got came off, uh, what, the three-game trip at Seattle here, and then they come back home. Now, I think it is a leave-it-alone game to me. I think the one thing you could convince me of would be the Arizona with Robbie Ray plus 116. I can see that. Uh, if you want to put a small I, I can over. Too. I can see the small. And it was, when it comes to cores, I can always see a small play on the over. I mean, just for, you know, just for, for giggles here. And I might, I might do that because I enjoy watching games in cores, and I'm going to be home all night. So uh, it's certainly an option here. But I'm not, I'm not feeling anything where, oh, I got to bet this, I got to bet that. Nothing big. Like I said, a small play here in Arizona, maybe a small play on the over. Yeah, I think I'm looking at Arizona. I haven't bet this game, but for people who like to bet like every game on the board and just like to have some fun, I think Arizona is the play. I'm not sure about the total. You're getting that Coors factor at 11 and a half. I, I, I would lean to the Diamondbacks in that spot. Next up, we got Seattle and Texas. Dunn versus Gibson Guitars. Uh, Gibson Guitars laying 184. Uh, well done. Plus 158 for Seattle. Uh, total nine. I don't like to lay a buck 84 with Texas in this spot at all, George, but uh, are they parlay material? What are you going to do with this one? Or are you just going to uh, leave it alone? I'm not so sure when the Rangers got good enough to be minus 184 as anybody. I agree uh, with so that. No, I'm not, I'm not touching that. I'm not touching the game. But listen, in the barbecue here, it's the under. It's proving to be a huge pitcher's ballpark here. I think the under on the season is almost it's a seven, 750 percentage towards the under. So I'm going under here as well. Under nine is even a little higher than it normally is. I've seen a lot of eights, a lot of eight, eight point fives in Texas here. So in the barbecue, give me the under. I don't really care who's playing right now. And when you get Seattle's not a great hitting team, to me this is an easy under. If I lose, I lose. But I think the analysis says once again, go with the under here. That's what's happening in this ballpark. Well, George, you must be uh, somebody's listening to you on the broadcast because as you were talking about it, it went from nine to eight and a half. So people are starting to think, you know. Maybe it is a sneaky under Seattle and Texas. I don't really like the pitchers per se. Gibson can be good. Done, meh. But uh, yeah, you're, you, I will say this. You're right. The dimensions of that ballpark, the way it's been played right now, you thought it was going to be a band, band box, but it's not. A lot of these games are going under. So eight and a half, you got it at nine. You got the best side of the number. Next up, we got uh, the Giants and the Houston Astros. Lance McCullers gets the call for Houston against Webb. Uh, Houston minus 205. San Francisco plus 176 on FanDuel total nine flat, 12 cents to the over. George, is, uh, what do you think about Houston in parlays or are the Giants could be a big, dirty pooch with rabies tonight getting plus 176? McCullers is pretty decent. The Houston should take care of business. 
a big, dirty pooch with rabies? Is that what we're going yes. with? Okay, just just checking. Just checking here. Yes, uh, it's a big dog. Big, like he's a big, nasty, slobbering dog with yeah. He's got one eye, a trick leg. You know, he's nasty disposition. Cujo. Yeah, yeah, he's Cujo. <laughs> Down boys. Yeah, Cujo and the Giants. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Marenzi A, he's in San Francisco. What do you think? Plus 176 tonight, or are you going to lay $2 with uh, Lance McCullers Jr.? Well, Gabe may be in San Fran, but the Giants are not. This game's in Houston. Uh, had the big Correct. brawl yesterday, right? And that was that was close to a real brawl. Uh, that was, uh, that was, was something there. No suspensions as of yet, by the way, as of before the show, which surprises me. I know Ramon Laureano for Oakland, who we're going to talk about next, is in the starting lineup as of now. I don't know what baseball is waiting for. Is the guy not going to get suspended for at least a game? Uh, I'm on. I'm on Houston here. This is Giants. I know their record's like seven and nine. I mean, I don't know how they are, but this is not a good team here. Give me the Astros, but uh, this is a parlay. Uh, I think it's a parlay. If I can't find a partner I like, which right now I don't love anything, I would do this alone. I'll take the two to one uh, down. But uh, I like the uh, the Oilers, Houston Oilers. Yeah, that's who I like. Yeah, the Astros, the Oilers, who cares, right? <laughs> Warren Moon. George likes Warren Moon and and, and the Oilers tonight. So, yeah, the we'll do that. playing tonight, man. Yeah, exactly. Ernest Electric Givens. Uh, anyway, I, I, it's a good price, actually, for Houston. It could be a lot more than that. We'll break down the rest of the games on the board. We got uh, Oakland, a team that likes to spice it up against the Angels. And we got the Padres taking on the Dodgers, too. I know our boy Kevin Walsh really liked the Dodgers in that spot uh, for the over, thinking even though they have Perdermo and May on the hill, there could be some runs. More in-game live coming up after a short break, everybody. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team. A driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two, because as it turns out, F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcast. You find it. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Dow of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like, he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. 
he felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who were in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons, lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games with Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around. I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. Are you calling Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big top. They ran socks in 2004, bounced back after the 3-0. We never win a chicken dinner, homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you very much, Yang. Welcome back in game live. Cam Stewart and George Kurtz taking you to the top of the hour. And then our boy, Kevin Walsh. And hey, uh, Mr. Bad Bad Beats and Bagels, Scott Wetzel. Uh, He's been away for a while. Nice to have Scotty back in the rotation. So we got Walsh and Wetzel, WW, from 8 to 10. Scotty Farrell after that, 10 to midnight. And Marenzi, I will be on with him tonight live from San Francisco for Sports Rage Late Night Edition. So stay on the grid. We got you covered all over the board. Two more games, George, before we get to the, the live betting board and some talk about some a couple games that are in progress right now. We'll get to the basketball as well with one game on Toronto 61, Milwaukee 53 with a buck 22 left in the second quarter. They're Toronto doing a very good job as a six-point dog right now. Later on, Oakland and the Angels. You talked about it, George. Oakland. Fisticuffs, the, the Oakland A's, the Oakland Bruisers, with Sean Manaya getting the call tonight. They're laying 14 cents on FanDuel, and uh, Turan and the Angels are plus 100 total in this baseball game, nine and a half. When I initially look at this game, it's kind of a short price for the Athletics. Something's telling me to pump the brakes. I'm not sure where to go with this game, George. Very difficult. My initial lean is Oakland, but I'm not too sure. I, I agree with everything you just said, and I'll bring this up. Is this another game like uh, Boston and Tampa? The Oakland A's just got through kicking the tar out of Houston, right? And uh, you beat them on the field and you beat them up in a, a brawl here. Is it a letdown now going to Los Angeles? You know, you're playing a lesser team on the road. So that's the only thing. My only negative here is that. Other than that, I like the Oakland Athletics. The pitching matchup says yes. Tehran, nothing special. I think it's his first start of the season anyway. Uh, so, I mean, I like the A's a lot. I'm, but you're right. It's only minus 116 now. What's the deal? Why? We know Oakland's the better team. They have one of the best records in the American League. It does yeah, smell. It's a, it it smells. smells. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to have to have something on it. I, I, I can't bet the, the Angels. I'm not going to take the over. You know, Mike Trout's been on a blistering pace since he uh, became a daddy. He's got new, uh, new, new father power. Uh, but I don't love it. I don't love it as much as I should. Something scares me about this. So total nine and a half, you lean over or... 
you're not going to touch the no, game. I got to think with I, I, with I Manaya and Turan, I kind of like the over. And I will say this: the the scope of baseball has changed, George. And Gabe and I talked about it, and other shows we've talked about it. It's it's weird the way the West is kind of like the outlaw division now. Like they're having a lot of eight to six games and wild games, and sometimes these teams had a lot of problems, power outages. But it seems like in the West, other than Seattle. But a lot of these teams can rake, right, George? It's it's funny. The bullpens haven't been fantastic. Runs are being there. And a lot of these games out West have been higher scoring than we predicted. Yeah, maybe because, once again, the Western divisions are playing the Western divisions, right? So uh, we pretty much yeah. and beat up on each other. But you're going to see each other more often, so you'll know what's coming here. So I can see that playing a part as well. So well, you're right. Uh, which was the other? Uh, it's the Wild Wild West. How about that? We'll go with that. Wild Wild West. Ding, 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 ding. Well, no, please, I'm with that. I'm with that. <laughs> I already got Welcome Back Girlies. Connor in my head because when someone said yeah, Welcome hanging Back. out. Remember that song? Wow, wow, West Girlies hanging yes. out 49th Street. That's Yang on a scooter hanging out 49th Street. I'm going to pass on this game. You could, uh, you could have some Popeyes and then you might change your mind. I th- I'm going to pass, but Wait. something's telling me the Angels might be live tonight. I am not. My initial reaction was Oakland. Something's telling me, Cam, beware of the bear trap because if you step into it, you're going to lose money. Be careful with that game. There's something weird about it. And we have San Diego and the Dodgers. Big Ginger May gets the call for the Dodgers against uh, Perdermo, uh, minus 224. Uh, May, he's been absolutely fantastic for uh, the Dodgers. San Diego's a good team. They could rake plus 188 as a big dog. Total in this eight and a half. Uh, when we had Kevin Walsh on to break down uh, the NBA and baseball, he said, you know, even though the pitching's okay, he's, he likes both of these teams raking and the over of eight and a half, 14 cents to the over. What do you think, George? Um, I'm not really in the mood to lay 220 with the Dodgers. Uh, I think they could get the Perdermo maybe a parlay material. I don't want to do that public parlay. It usually ends up turning out to be one game you hit, the other game you don't. It's very frustrating trying to avoid those as much as I can. But the Dodgers are minus 220 for a reason. They have a pitching advantage, and they're at home. Yeah, Padermo is also a replacement for uh, Garrett Richards. Garrett Richards was originally yep. supposed to start this game. Uh, I don't know why they made the switch here, because I think Garrett Richards is going to start tomorrow. So they, do they feel that Padermo gives them a better chance? You know, against the Dodger lineup here, whatever it might be. Uh, so it is what, once again, it is what it is. Not, I don't think it's a huge thing. He, it just made me the fifth starter. They want to put him in there and give Richards an extra day off, who is coming back off injury. So it could be that as well. I don't think Corey Seager plays tonight for the Dodgers. We don't, I don't have the lineup yet, but he's been banged up. So he's probably out here. I mean, I, re, I do read it the same way as Kevin. That is a low, low over under. But Dustin May, Dustin May's good. He's young, but he's he is. good. This is, this has the makings of a future ace if he can put it all together here. Uh, he can shut down San Diego, even though they can score runs here. I think I'm going to stay away from this game. I can see myself parlaying the Dodgers to win with maybe maybe the Astros if I didn't want to, if I want to get the, that price down. But I think I am going to do that. Give me with Dodgers and Astros in a parlay. It's interesting, George. Uh... You know what we talked about in the Philadelphia going to the games in-game live for all you guys degenerates to try to, like, you know, just knock knock a game in every type of angle and do whatever. That total now that we said we liked at 17 is now 18 and a half. The original line that we thought between the Phillies and Braves, I see 13 to 1, uh, 14 runs, and we're still in the fifth. If you turn, tuned into the show, George and I liked it when it was 17 over. Now it's 18 and a half, George, minus 12 and a half. Uh, anything going on there? Are they going to score some more runs in this game? And it's only the fifth inning, buddy. Like, this is just stupid. Well, they got a shot here. Uh, it's 13-1 right now. The bases are juiced. We're in the bottom of the fifth. Two outs, 2-2 two, two count. Two's a wild here. 
uh, to D.D. Gregorius. Actually, he just check-swinged and fouled one off. Could have been a 3-1 count to him. He'd be in a, in a better spot here. So, yeah, I think both runs are going to be scored, and it is now a full count. And we have another home run in City Field. And it is once again for the Washington Nationals. I guess uh, Kevin was right. He said the groundhog, right? Uh, frame of shadow here. Matt's gives up a two-run shot, I believe, to Trey Turner. 3 nothing Nationals in the top of the third. Yeah, no welcome mats tonight. More doormats. He's getting absolutely beat down. Uh, yeah, 3 nothing uh, for Corbin and the Nationals right now live. Uh, we have Washington minus 550. If you think the Mets can come back, it's the third inning plus 390, total 9.5. Anything that tickles your fancy there, George? Um, it's hard to bet the Mets once they're down because their bullpen is so bad. So you're going to rely on the bullpen to keep you in the game? No, thanks. I'm going to pass on that. Uh, so, no, I'm not going anything with the Mets and Nationals. If anything, what is the over-under like here? It's nine and a half. Nine and a, nine and a half plus 102 to the over. I kind of I, I kind of think there could be some runs in that game. It's not like Corbin's going to pitch a perfect game. The Mets can get to him. Corbin has pitched well this year. you know. Uh, but I, you're right. I do lean towards the over as well because I think Washington could keep, could keep scoring too. You know, because once the Mets gets out of there, once they start going to that bullpen – that could be more more runs there, especially if the Mets don't use their best relievers, whoever they might be, and go with the secondary yeah. guys because the game's uh, yes. out of hand. Do they have a best, best reliever? Best is a loose term. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's. I, I got to tell you now with now without Marcus Stroman too. Today's news: Walk is hurt, Syndergaard's hurt. Like I feel so bad for Degrom. Like it's just it's a train wreck. That's why we said even though this team was getting better, you can't bet them to win the division. We actually took Philadelphia at the start of the year, and they were the biggest dog in that division on Fanduel at plus three thirty when we put our uh, season future bets in. So. Total 17 and a half, George, 12 and a half for the Philadelphia Phillies. Let's go to a game that's surprisingly still scoreless. Um, it's very of early. It is. But of course. I have very early. Of course it's scoreless. <laughs> but George, hey, buddy, don't worry, George. You win more than you lose, buddy. It's just one of those things. You know, it's like the ebbs and flows. I, I remember times where you're going to Kohl's and you're going to that the, the meat warehouse and uh, you and your wife were living like kings. You're telling me, oh, Veal Park, like you were on a Tootsie Roll. So you know what happens in gambling. Even even good, good gamblers go through little stretches. The way I see it is, the one thing that I wouldn't do is when a team is due, like there's no way this team could avoid the sweep. Just stay away from that stuff because weird things are, it's 2020. It's a very, very weird, weird year. What are we going to do with the Keuchel and Fulmer still scoreless in the third? Uh, White Sox about 12 to 15 cents bigger than the original line, right? No, actually about 20 cents, George. Weren't they minus like a buck 28 at the start of the game? Now they're minus 148. Detroit Tigers and Fulmer plus 120. And the total is low at seven. George, if you want to double up on that total, it's seven. It's better than it was before. But so far, so good if you have the under in this ball game, I didn't anticipate this. I would have at least said we'd have two or three runs by now. Yeah, I would have thought the same thing, at least a couple of runs here. The White Sox do have somebody on first base, two-one count, one out in the inning here uh, going. And I agree with you on both points. The over seven, I, I do kind of like that uh, at the, from this point forward. And minus 148, doubling up. I mean, I said I already had the White Sox to win. I, I think it was a buck 28 or buck 26, whatever it was earlier on. Uh, and the over, which is nine. So I am not going to double up yet, but once again, if you didn't already have money, if I didn't already have money on this game, I probably would do both, or at least one of them, whichever one you like better here. But I'm not going to – personally, I'm not going to double up. I'm going to stay where I am here, and right now I'd be happy with a split. Uh, 
what's going on? Oh, he struck out. That's why. Wondering why the line just jumped to minus 115. It's amazing. He lost 33 cents because the guy struck out. Now it's two outs running on first. Yeah, and I, I was thinking the same thing in the Tampa Bay Boston game. I saw the line go up to a buck forty-two, and I'm getting very excited because I decided to take the. I think it's Brazier. I'm going to call him Brazier, George, because it's just it's fun. Uh, Brazier and the Red Sox against Yarborough minus one fifteen. I'm seeing so we have two runners on for the Red Sox, one out, and I took your advice on this one. Original lean two. Yeah, it, it's locked. Oh, what yeah. happened? What happened? Give me some runs. Let's run. go to this game here, Boston. Tampa Bay, uh, come on, something's going on here. Give me some runs. Give me some damn runs. I don't know what's going we on. I'm runs. seeing a lock. We have runs. Yes. I'm seeing somebody score now. So there are runs. Runners on yes. second and third for Boston, one nothing. We have a double. And we have yes. another home run in yes. the Met game, by the way. So if you took that over, you're looking good here. 5 nothing, five nothing Nationals now. Juan Solo with the second home run of the season here. So Matt, Kevin Walsh, right on it. He said Matt is going to get beat up tonight. And Matt is getting yep. beat up. Yep, the shadow. The gopher, Stephen Matz, the doormat. Anyway, yeah, so early start for Washington, five to nothing, beating down Matz. Good start for me and uh, Boston, one nothing, George. Say, these little tests that we do on the show, long games, long games, but it's just something that I do. Like, I, I don't know what it is. It's just because when I started gambling, you know, when I was younger, I used to take, like, you know, who's just going to win and who's the better team? And it took years to experience. And then I'm starting to think, I'm like, Wow, not all these things happen the way they're supposed to happen. Like, and then I started focusing on the lines. Like, that line looks weird to me. That looks whatever. And more times than not, I think a lot of the time it's just, you know, there's a lot of bait lines out there. I don't know how the books, the books don't have a crystal ball. They can't tell you exactly who's going to win. But these scenarios and circumstances, like, it's kind of like getting on the train too late. And me and Gabe talk about it all the time. Like, don't jump on Aaron Judge home run on the fifth game in a row. Like, you got to get on these trends early, ride them out, because they eventually end. And teams that get swept, they can come back the next day and be very angry. The Minnesota Twins of the world. The, uh, Boston's not been a, a, a great club. Like, it's just situations like that. Tampa Bay feeling good about themselves. Right, George? Also, I mean, outside of Tampa Bay beating the Yankees 3 out of 4, they were below 500 team. They weren't playing very well. They yes. just got swept by the Orioles last weekend. So, uh, yes, they did. so mad about that. So it's a little angry, little, 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 little angry. But you're a smart guy, George. I know you didn't bet the games minus 200 and stuff. You parlayed them. So, like, think about yes. that dude out there that just, yeah. like, the guy that I used to work with who just put, like, $500 on the Yankees minus 300 lost. Then he's out 1500 Can I put $2,000 in the Yankees lost that time when they got swept by when there was the Tampa Bay Devil race? The guy lost $17,000 in a four-game series. Like, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. And it can happen. And that's what happens when you take favorites in these games. Toronto going absolutely bananas right now. 67-53. God, I I wish I had the ball. See, George, now, now I'm mad at myself. The Toronto Raptors with a second string unit out there, plus six against Milwaukee. Milwaukee, no Greek freak. And the Raptors are up 14 right now, minus six and a half, minus 320 money line. I guess if you like the Bucks, you're getting them. A six-point favorite is now a six and a half point dog total, 233 and a half. I'm Cam Stewart with George Kurtz. Bets, best bets after the break to wrap up in-game live. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. Lily Herman, my co-host in season one, helped me choose a team, a driver, and then... Well, we sent you on your jolly way. Yeah. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. I'm Michael Costa, comedian, Daily Show correspondent. And we're back with season two because as it turns out... F1's newest fan is still a little... Dazed and confused. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1 as we dive deeper into the rabbit hole of the pinnacle of motorsports. Who makes money here? What's CFD? How do you manage a tire? You, get back in there. What are the rumors? What's the gossip? But you also know that someone's listening to your radio. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture of a tea cozy. I, I want to see what this thing looks like. Are you going to be doing that accent this whole pod? Listen to season two of Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast, you find it. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali back in 1988, and to my great surprise, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on family, spirituality, and on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story and also stories of others touched by the champ, including people such as Reverend Al Sharpton and James Buster Douglas. We'll even hear from Muhammad's daughter, Rashida. Well, my dad was, he was Peter Pan. Like he never really grew up. He was very mature when it came down to social issues. He was very in tune. He felt a responsibility to be able to share his connection to millions of people who are in need. In each of these stories, we share lessons, lessons that have meant a great deal to me and that I hope will be meaningful to you. Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey, guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around. I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. Are you calling Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with Big Poppy. The Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after the 3-0 in a winner chicken dinner. Homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, George, it's uh, the last segment. There's just some breaking news, though, before uh, Clevenger has been sent home from from the Cleveland Indians along with Plesak. I guess they went out together to that uh, club, and he gone. So Clevenger and Plesak, 
He has returned home for violating protocols of COVID-19 for the Indians. That's an interesting little story there. Like these guys like to go out and party. My best bet bet of the night, George, um, I wouldn't say like I love it, but I am going to take a shot. You know I'm on Boston, and I am going to take a shot with the Minnesota Twins tonight. I think it's a good spot for them. They will be angry after that series against Kansas City. I think they're fuming, in fact. I know Milwaukee's at home, but... You know, Dobnik's actually been, as you said, better than expected, better than advertised. And uh, I think it's a good price for a better team. And I'm going to go with Minnesota to get it done tonight at a short price. That's basically my baseball game uh, right now. What do you got for me? What's uh, on the George Kurtz betting card? All right. And you're sort of convincing me to go to the Twins. Here, so I'm going to go to the Twins with you. All right. You've convinced me. Yep. I told you I'm going to play nice. the parlay of the Astros and the uh, and the Dodgers there. I'm going to have the under in the Texas Rangers game. And that's almost a blind under. Right, it's it's Texas. It's nine. Give give me the under until teams prove they can hit in this ballpark, this barbecue, which is playing very hard to the under. I'm going there. I am still undecided about Oakland. I that, that once again, I think that's another situation, sort of like the Rays, where they're going to be down a little bit after the big game yesterday. Yeah, it's a it's a tough game. I I might wait it out live too, and if Oakland gets a lead, may, or maybe go to uh, the Angels there, George. I just think it's a very very difficult game. So. Uh, something's telling me to stay away from them, and that might be a live play game. Uh, before, George, we let you go out of the show here. We got a hockey game for tomorrow before we get to the air. Are you going to lay 175 with Columbus, total five and a half, or let it go? I'm, uh, I, might, uh, put it, I might parlay it with somebody. You're putting, you're, I know what you're going to do? Parlay Tampa Bay with a baseball game. I know, I know, I know you, Kurtz. I know your style. That's what you're going to do. You but what do you think about that total? Fine. You think that total's low? I know the Toronto games went under, but I don't know. I, I think I might go on the over because Tampa Bay could score. But anyway, George, a pleasure, buddy, working with you the last few games. Stick around. Walsh and Wetzel next on In Game Live. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games with Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Davis Miller, host of the new podcast, The Tao of Muhammad Ali. I met Ali in 1988, and surprisingly, we became friends. His influence profoundly changed my perspective on the purpose of life itself. I'll tell you that story, and also stories of others touched by the champ. 
Listen to The Tao of Muhammad Ali on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.